But as promised, we start our number two by having a conversation with a cornerback for the Indianapolis Colts. He is now in his seventh NFL season. He was a pro bowler in 2021. On this season, 67 tackles, seven of them for a loss. He's got three INTs. The Colts hit their bye week at 5-5. Five and five. They're going to host Tampa Bay next Sunday. We are joined by Kenny Moore the second. He joins us via Zoom. In fact, Kenny, great to have you on. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thanks dude. for having me. Good. Great to have you. Great to have you. Appreciate it. Listen, you've won back-to-back games to get to 500. So I'm curious, how's that bye week treating you? And then how are you feeling about your team overall two weeks into November? Uh, I think we're we're hitting our stride just in time, uh, having the two games that we, we were able to make it even. Here in the season, uh, Bobby came at a perfect time. I feel great. Uh, I feel healthy. Uh, with the team, we just want to build the momentum uh, going forward with the seven-game stretch that we have to uh, end the regular season. We just want to be uh, in good standings. You can't even wonder about that, right? Like, it's not that you have any control over when that bye comes. So, on the one hand, it's always nice to get that rest and recovery. But, like you said, you had some momentum. You won back-to-back games. So, would you rather be playing right now, or is the rest and recovery more important? Uh, rest and recovery is important. I'm a guy that likes to just keep going. Um, but I, every guy is different. Every guy is different in, in what we uh, all want within the season, within the bye week, uh, where, whether that comes, you know, first seven weeks of the season, first five, whatever it is. Uh, sometimes we have a, a late bye week, uh, week 14. Um, it, it's all random shuffle, as you know. So uh, right now it is a perfect time. We do – like any other team, you know, you have guys banged up, so you, you definitely want to uh, rest and get off your feet and uh, honestly just being able to recharge and refocus. I would imagine you want to rest, get off your feet, heal your body up, and also rest your mind a little bit. At the same time, I hear what you're saying when you're saying you're one of those guys who wants to keep going, especially given the way you've played of late. Two weeks back against the Panthers, you set a Colts franchise record by housing two picks. Rare enough to have a single pick six in a game. What kind of a zone were you in that day to turn that trick twice? I mean, I'm just trying to be in the best position as possible to uh, make the play count. Uh, play doesn't have a name on it. So whenever the play presents itself, you just want to be in the best position to uh, give your team the upper hand. Um, I see two. I saw two chances that game to to really take advantage of the moment. And I did. And uh, I, I wasn't really processing, you know, what was going on. I was just trying to strain as best as possible to score those touchdowns, to get those turnovers, to, to make the most of the opportunity. Listen, I understand that. I hear exactly what you're saying, right? You just want to put yourself in the best position. You want to react when you see something. But I'm curious, like, did you get ready for a game like that? Is there anything you saw in the film in the week leading up to that game? Did you have any kind of premonition that you were going to go out and go off the way you did? Or is it just like you said, just snap in the moment? I just saw the ball and went and got the ball. Uh, Preparing for that game, just like a lot of games, I feel like, you know, this could be my moment. This could be uh, a really good week to to display my God-given ability and, you know, my my hard work and skill that I put into my craft each day. So, uh, yeah, uh, preparing for that game, I thought it would be very good to uh, put up a good display. Kenny Moore is joining us. Another reason, like, anytime you go out there, it ends up on film. You always want to look at it on film, but how much better is it that you had your family in the house? Three of your six sisters made that trip from Georgia to Charlotte for that game. So what was it like to have one of your best games of your life in front of your family and be able to share it with them? A uh, wholesome moment. wholesome moment. Uh, I value a lot of uh, good moments um, with my family. Uh, my mom was on a cruise uh, so she was at, she she missed Germany and she missed the uh, Carolina game, but uh, my sisters definitely made 
um, the moment count. It was a moment that we can all share together. Uh, and I, and I'm pretty sure it'll be something that we can all talk about and, you know, relive the moment. Uh, it's, it's not one of those moments where you, you know, I go back and tell them you, you just had to be there or I wish you guys were, were there. So, uh, this is a moment that we can all uh, relive, relive again and again. And, uh, it was very wholesome, very wholesome. It, I, I just felt like it was more, it was bigger than myself. Uh, whenever I look up and see see them, you know, screaming at me, and then me screaming at them, and like uh, seeing my nieces up there in the stands, it's, it's something that um, we'll never forget. That's a, that's a life moment. That that's awesome. You're right. You don't have to say I wish you had been there because they were there. So you'll always have that. I want to remind Kenny those who don't know your background, the fact that for you even to be in position to have a historic game like that is a direct reflection of your commitment, of your grind. Remember, you were undrafted after being a Division II All-American at Valdosta State. You signed with the Pats, didn't make their final roster. You wind up with the Colts, and you're doing everything you possibly can to stick, including playing on special teams. And yet, here you are, seven years later, and you and I are having this conversation. I'm curious, what feels more more intense to you right now, proving doubters wrong or proving those who believed in you right? I've always wanted to live um, proving those around me right, uh, proving to my loved ones that um, you know, the belief that you have in me, uh, and the belief that I have in myself, um, is, is all we need. Um, people are going to talk about you good or bad. And, uh, you can't really hang your hat on those, those doubters, those, those naysayers. Um, because if you get too lost in the sauce, if you get too lost into, you know, what everybody else think of you, I feel like you will, you will forget your own identity. You'll forget, um, your real purpose. So, um, it, it helps me stay sane. It helps me stay uh, to myself and uh, just stay the same uh, throughout all the years of success, failures or whatever it is, because um, I know uh, exactly who I'm doing it for. And uh, it's all for the better good. You know your why. What an amazing journey it's been, too. And it's not over yet. Kenny Moore, the second, joining us. Kenny, before we go, let me ask you about a couple of your teammates. Like everybody else, I've got immense respect for Zaire Franklin. I know the dude makes this particular show better every time he comes on. So I'm curious, what's it like to share a locker room with this guy? And then how much does the rest of the defense feed off his play and his leadership and his energy? You know, we we have some great guys in the locker room when it comes to being a leader, when it comes to working hard. When it comes to being consistent and uh, playing the game the right way, and Zaire is one of those guys where you can just count on him as a teammate and as a person and as a man to you know take care of business. Uh, this is a guy that has worked and worked and worked each day. Um, I've seen this guy come into you know the league and you know as a rookie and, and being a special teamer and obviously being the guy that he is right now and. and you know, we can all see the type of player that he's growing into each day, each game. Uh, it's something that you can just respect. And, uh, yeah, uh, the locker room definitely feeds off this guy. He talks before every single game, you know, on the field, preparing for the game. And, uh, he, you know, he prays for the defense. He prays for the offense, uh, you know, as we, we get together before each game. So uh, it's, a, it's definitely a guy that, you know, we all lean on to to be there. And so, you know, having him at the games, having him – in the huddle, uh, making sure everything is dialed in. Uh, Zaire is the perfect guy for that. 
Great, great player, great leader, great teammate. Kenny, you mentioned the offense. Let me ask you, you know what they say, right? Better to stay ready than to get ready. Would that describe Gardner Minshew, who was forced into the starting lineup when rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson was lost for the season? And then how do you think he's done in taking the reins of the offense? I think he's doing a great job. Um, I mean, I've had a history of playing Gardner whenever he was with Jacksonville. So I don't think this is any surprise with him. He's a he's a even kill person. Uh, he's very uh, humble. He's very hardworking. He's to himself, and he doesn't make the moment bigger than what it already is. Uh, he know he's the, the starting quarterback for a franchise that you know is is definitely depending on him to you know um, not have any drop off. So uh, he's doing a great job for us, and uh, I'm excited to see what he does for the rest of the season. I'm curious. Help me with this. Like, you see a guy like that. He, his personality, like, he's fun. He's a little bit different, right? A little bit different. I'm curious, what do guys respond to most of all? Like, will guys want to follow? And quarterback is different than any other job, really, in sports. Do guys follow other guys into battle based on their charisma and personality? How much of it is that? And then how much of it is they're going to follow guys into battle who make plays? I think it's more so guys follow guys who love ball. Um if that makes any sense, I I think if you show me that like you're here to win, you're here for the right things, you're here for uh, to to win football games, and you're intentional about your job, I think that's all I need. You know, personally, uh, to see is that you know you're bought in and you're ready to win. So uh, whether your personality is like mine or, or or like someone else's, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, it just matters if you know you're in it for the right things. Not only does that make sense to me, I think that's actually kind of an inspiring response. I think you could apply that to any walk of life, right? Any walk of life, any job, any work, any passion. You know, if you love, insert whatever it is, and you're intentional about your work, people are going to follow you. They're going to gravitate to you. I totally understand what you're saying. Let me ask you one last thought. Like this notion of you got to love ball. At that level, are there guys talented enough to play and stick and have success in that league without loving ball? Is that possible? I think you will slowly see guys fall short or fall by the wayside who don't love ball. And and I feel like you'll be able to see, um, you know, what guys are really in it for. So uh, whether in it for um, what ball can bring them or can provide for them or they really love ball because um, they really have this passion and love that they've kept since they're since they were a kid. And so I think it's best if you have a you know, in a workforce where, you know, everybody have good chemistry, uh, it's good teamwork, and uh, everybody just love what they do and let the results handle handle itself. Um, I think that's a better workplace than being in a workplace where it's results driven. And um, I I think you can definitely see the difference in, you know, teams who win or lose, um, teams who have uh, good chemistry or bad chemistry. Um, it, It all show um, everything that's done in the dark, it'll come to light. And so uh, I think with those small details, it'll 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 make the bigger picture. So let's walk it off on this. Clearly, you love ball. That's very clear to me. What do you love most about it? I think what I would take, take away from ball uh, that I love so much is the camaraderie. Um, I think the Colts have done a great and tremendous job of building the locker room uh, filled with guys who love ball. And... You know, we do our best to, you know, have the the chemistry and the ties to each other to go out there and uh, count on each other whenever the the, the game, the, the moment presents itself. So um, 
I think the camaraderie aspect, you know, being a DJ on uh, away game, playing rides back uh, to Indianapolis or um, just us doing stuff on every Thursday night, you know, watching a football game, you know, whether it's at, you know, each other's house or uh, at a restaurant here in town. Um, it's, just, it's the small things that matter the most. Kenny Moore the second joining us, dude. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you letting us inside the helmet, man. That's some really good insight. That's fun. Thanks so much for doing it. I know it's your bye week. I appreciate that. Good luck next week, and it's always good to talk to you, Kenny. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Take care. Yes, good sir. Good to talk to you. You too, dude. Great talking to you. Really appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate the journey. Appreciate the insight. What a solid, solid dude. Really good player. Really good teammate. I, I love guys like that. We're talking about an undrafted free agent who didn't stick, went to Indy, did what he had to do seven years later. 